What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Here at Just Baseball, we have teamed up with BetMGM for the 2023 MLB season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use code JUSTBASEBALL, and you will get up to a $1,000 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Step number one, download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code JUSTBASEBALL. Step number two, deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. Step number three, you will receive receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your bet loses. Just make sure you use bonus code JUSTBASEBALL when you sign up. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and Y to 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada. Call 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code JUSTBASEBALL and get your $1,000 first bet offer today. Friday, May 18th on the Just Baseball Show. It is Power Rankings Day. I wrote some power rankings on JustBaseball.com. 30 to 1. We're going to go through all of them. I'm also going to draft my so rare team live on the podcast because Jack made a great TikTok. He was like, this is a bad day for the haters. You think you can beat us in fantasy baseball? Prove it. We got a league. It's completely free. Download the so rare app and try and beat us. But before we get to any of that, Jack, we were talking pre-record about the deceptiveness about some of these young prospects, right? Like we were watching Mason win, make this unbelievable play. And then we're like, wait a minute, he could be a sophomore right now, comparing him to Zach Neto, who's now on the Los Angeles Angels. So run us through that exercise before I run us through the enormous exercise. Yeah, power rankings. Quick non-baseball thing, um, and I'm going to say this quietly because I don't know how thin or thick the walls are, but I just met the meanest dog ever, and he lives a couple doors down. He's a pit bull, and he lunged at me. And oh, you you nervous. can't you can't perpetuate the the anti pit bull narrative. Oh, I, I thought it was going to be a crusty white dog. No, to be honest. dude, me this too. was a mean ass pity, dude. Like that's it was, rare. You're starting That's off rare. the podcast on such a bad note. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, so getting note. to the exercise now. Pitbulls are harmless 99.99% of the time. The crusty white dogs are worse. I'm no. just saying that. I'm just putting that out there. But I'm, I'm sorry. Saying... I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, I'm not that sorry. Rescue. Maybe it was a rescue from a horrible operation. 
I, I listen, Godspeed to the owner who, who rescued that dog. But um, yeah, I'd say I'd put the odds on BetMGM. By the way, use promo code just baseball or JB fans at BetMGM. I'd put the odds at like minus 500 or minus 600 that that pit bull beats the shit out of me within the next month or so. Um, but moving to the moving to the baseball conversation here. Yeah, Aram said, you know, it's it's deceptively crazy how young some of these high school guys are. So Naturally, I concocted an exercise. I want you to rank these guys from oldest to youngest. Brandon Fott, Matthew Liberator, Gavin Williams. Go. I'm going to – Arm probably already knows, so I'll yeah, go first. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Um, I'm going to go – I think Brandon Fott is the oldest. Okay. I think – I'm going to go Gavin Williams. I'm, I think Matthew Libertor is the youngest. Gavin Williams is second, and Brandon Fott's the oldest. So you've, you've got it spot on. I think that's Bang. pretty crazy that Gavin Williams, first-round pick in 2021, is 100 days older than a guy that was a first-round pick, traded as part of the Arosa Reina deal, has been up, has been a failed prospect, and has now had a career resurgence all before he turns 24 years old or like before he turns 24 and a, or 23 and a half. I mean, it, it's crazy. Like how much a liberator has gone through before his 24th birthday Dude, compared to some to, of these college to, guys. To put it in perspective, when he was traded for a Rose arena, a Rose arena was technically still a prospect. Yep. Like think about it that way. When Matthew liberator was traded for Randy, a Rose arena, Randy Rosarena was still a prospect and he's younger than Gavin Williams and Brandon fought. And that's why sometimes the psychology around prospects is always a little interesting. And the reason why we got into this conversation was it was you, Peter, that asked like, do you like Zach Neto or Mason win more? And I was like, Oof, that's so tough. I love them both, but I'd probably defer to Mason win because Mason Wynn could still be in college right now. And Zach Neto graduated or not didn't graduate, but played his three years. And like, imagine what Mason Wynn would be doing at Campbell right now. Um, so it is interesting. Like, obviously there's more to it than that. We're seeing Jackson holiday at 19 years old, tear through uh, the minor leagues, but it is always a nice reminder sometimes that these high school guys, like it takes time and it feels like they've been around forever, but they're young. They are young. Power rankings time. I on just baseball.com wrote up, 30 through 21, weirdly enough. So we're recording on Thursday. What's Thursday? May 18th, seven weeks to the date. We were going to do a 50 game kind of power rankings, but I didn't make any picks today. So I'm like, you know what? I want to whip up some power rankings. So at the seven week mark, this is what we're doing. So of course, these stats may be a little bit delayed. Of course, we have Thursday's games and then you're listening to us on Friday. But these are stats as of May 19th or May 18th. We'll go 30 to one we'll go in bands of five and jack and arm will be the people who dissect the power rankings and tell me if i'm crazy or tell me if i'm a genius i think i'm a genius so let's get into it um the a's are at 30 any disagreements um i think they're doing something that's pretty smart they have identified jack caglione as the victor Wembanyama of the mlb draft process yeah and they think that they have the next Shohei Otani to come right the ship when the A's move to Vegas. So I'd actually put them at one <laughs> or, or the next Brendan McKay. Sure. Oh, sure. God. <laughs> I, prefer more, I prefer closer to Otani than Brendan McKay. All right. Now we get into a new tier because the A's are 10 and 35 with a run differential of negative 161. And they sit in last place 
of the AL West. Now we'll actually go in bands of five, but we'll start with this one in four because the A's are in a tier of their own. At 29, I got the Kansas City Royals, 14-31 and 31 record with a run differential of negative 62, sitting in last place in the American League Central. The Cincinnati Reds come in at 28, 19-24 uh, and 24 record, run differential of negative 33, fourth place in the National League Central. Then we go to Colorado and look at the Colorado Rockies at 19-25, and 25, run differential of negative 25, last place in the NL West. And then we have the Washington Nationals at 26, who... I think are better than the Rockies and the Reds. That's why I put them at 26, but they're almost in a different tier. Weirdly last place in the national league East. Any disagreements on that bottom five? Not really like where you're kind of just like saying who's the least terrible. Um, But the one thing that is interesting is like the Reds are a tough read for me because you look at the lineup. It's, it's pretty brutal, Uh, but you know, they're, they could call up a couple guys and I think it'd be like, very speculative to assume those guys could come up and make an impact. But like, I could see a path to the Reds being better. And I think they're, I, I almost think that the, the only thing I'll say is the Royals and the A's, I think are in their own tier of, of crap. That's and then I'd even put the, the Royals. I'd it's even put, I know, but I'd almost put the Reds in a different bucket. Like I, I look at the Royals rotation and I'm like, that is so, 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 so bad. But like, hear, hear me out for a second. Graham Ashcraft now is an ERA near five. I know that was elevated because of a core start, but the reality is that Graham Ashcraft in his last couple of starts has not looked good. Nick Lodolo now on the IL. Hunter Green, kind of similar to Ashcraft. Like the ERA keeps creeping up. And then like the rest of the rotation is is not very good. The bullpen is good at the top end, but then it falls off. And it's like, I love you, Spencer Steer. But he's being asked to, like, be the entire offense. I know TJ Friedel is there. Jonathan India is off to a good start. Tyler Jake Fraley. Is a good, Jake Fraley again. Rake Fraley. Like they, yeah, Rake Fraley. Like, they have good players, but the top should be the rotation, and the rotation hasn't been that good. And it's like, damn it. And then you look at the run differential, and they're already in a bad division, and they're not playing that well. It's like, uh, they're yeah, not no, as good no. as I want them to be. I'm with you. Not dying on that hill whatsoever. Um, bullpen other than, you know, the bullpen's actually been better than I thought, yeah. but like, obviously like that'll slow down a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I'm not, I'm not fighting for the reds here. I, uh, the, the lineup is, is not compared to the Royals. Like, is it, is it anything? The Royals lineup is better. The Royals yeah, lineup is definitely it is. better. The Royals on it. Lineup's better. So yeah, we'll call it what it is. Hopefully Matt McClain can give them a little boost in Carnacion Strand. But I agree, like the pitching is the big issue with Lodolo, like not coming back anytime soon. Um, and Andrew Abbott kind of running into some some hiccups in AAA, like a lot of prospects do when they get called up to the highest minor league level. Uh, I don't see the pitching situation getting much better anytime soon. So I'm with you on that. Jack, you pissed at anything? No. So like you say um, that Cincinnati's a tough read. Like I say that Washington's a tough read for me because I would rather watch a Reds game or a Rockies game than a Washington Nationals That's game. Fair. I'd rather watch a Nationals game than a Rockies game, okay. but I agree with the Reds. <laughs> so yeah, like I would rather watch a Reds or Rockies game over a Nats game. But then when I do find myself watching the Washington Nationals, I'm like, wow, Lane Thomas doesn't suck. Wow. No. Josiah Gray has figured something out. Wow. Mackenzie Gore is punching out 11 and a half guys per night. Yeah. Like, I, I can appreciate what those three guys are doing. I can appreciate C.J. Abrams getting a bit hotter as of late, and he's had a couple of big homers, too. He's a great um, defender now, too, which is pretty yeah. cool. So, like, I, I do 
have a bit more optimism for the Washington Nationals that I went into this season with. I thought they were going to be a nothing burger, yeah. and they're not a nothing burger, which I appreciate. No, no yeah, they about, definitely how, aren't the worst, which is yeah. is a lot better than last year. So yeah, I agree. You got to give them credit there. How about going from a nothing burger to like a pretty solid starter? Josiah Gray's been sneaky good, guys. Josiah Gray, that trade, Kyber Ruiz. Yeah, well, sneaky because he's on the Nationals. Yeah. And I think the collective public is like, oh, Josiah Gray. Remember how many he give up seven home runs a game? And like people probably yeah. aren't turning on Nationals games, so they don't know what he's doing. But he has been excellent. Mackenzie Gore has been excellent. And even Trevor Williams is just like getting outs. Yeah, he's been getting yeah. outs. Just getting outs. Yeah. That's the name of the game, get outs. Uh, we move on to another tier, and the bottom of this shit tier, Chicago White Sox coming at 25 with a record of 16 and 28 with a run differential of negative 61, their fourth place in the American League Central. We got the Detroit Tigers coming in at 24, 19 and 22, run differential of negative 48, but they are second place in the American League Central. So I know Tigers fans are going to be a little bit upset with me, but a run differential, they'll show you the real story. 23, I got the Cleveland Guardians, better run differential than the Tigers, but 19 and 23, third place in the American League Central. Then we got arms Miami Marlins coming in at 22 with a record of 22 and 21 with a run differential of negative 54. And they are second place in the National League East. And rounding out this tier, the Philadelphia Phillies at 20 and 23 with a run differential of negative 29, fourth place in the National League East. Arm, do you disagree with the Marlins being that low in the power rankings? No. Um, actually, though, as we are recording this, the Marlins are now 23 and 21. Mm. Yuri Perez picks up his first career win, which is pretty cool. Uh, 299 more to go. Uh, but it, it, this is a team, obviously, the Marlins, dude, you look at the roster, they are so bad uh, in terms of like the offense right now with Jazz out and things like that. So, no, I, I have no issue with where they're at. I think they're in a Pretty fair spot given the terrible run differential. You got to respect the fact that they're winning baseball games, though. And you got to respect the fact that they are hanging in there. So I think you accurately place them based on the run differential while still respecting the fact that they are winning one run games and, you know, are are a better team than they were last year. So, no, I, I think it's a good spot for them. They're a, they're a funny team because last year they were killed in one-run games. Like, And you were like, all right, regression is meant to happen. They're going to win a lot of those one-run games. But now it's gone from they were baseball's unluckiest team, or at least one of them, to baseball's luckiest team. And that's reflected in the run differential. If you straight up look at how many runs they've scored versus how many runs they've allowed, they're in the bottom five in Major League Baseball, or at least close to it. But they have been winning games, and you got to yeah. respect winning games. So that's why I put them at 22. But again, I can hear arguments for other sides. Jack, what do you think? Um, I, I like the placement of the Miami Marlins. From this block, my biggest takeaway is, oh, my God, the AL Central is awful. Not very good. Awful. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota, like, I don't think Minnesota is a top 10 team. You may think that Minnesota is a top 10 team. We'll oh, get I to do. it. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. But, like, this division is so bad. The Royals, you mentioned, are in a bucket with Oakland. Arm did. And uh, I, I don't think that's disrespectful to Kansas City. Um, I, I genuinely think Kansas City is really bad. I see the White Sox lower on the power rankings like in a worse spot than the tigers 
And I'm like, hold on, we can't be serious. But (laughs) you realize that Lucas Giolito is the only guy in that rotation that has had a commendable season at this point and call it commendable if you want, like a three, nine and the peripherals are not that good is my understanding. Like that's your understanding is correct. This is a train wreck. (laughs) Shout out Jake Berger. The guy's mashing and he's fulfilling this prophecy. Uh, Lou Bob is hot as fuck. Lou Bob is crazy hot, but Andrew Benintendi, I think I saw one of six qualified hitters with no homers so far. What happened to this Arkansas Benintendi? That guy He's was due. my favorite player ever. <laughs> He's due. What happened to the What happened to the Royals Benintendi? <laughs> no, Royals Benintendi had had no pop either. But he, he, had, he hit a home run by now. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Sean Anderson um, is at CHGO. I don't know if it's CHGO or CHGO. Um, but you know, CHGO, he, he's one of the White Sox guys and he's doing a Conforto versus Benintendi home run tracker because really it came down to those two, right? For the White Sox to fill right field, it was Conforto or Benny. I think Conforto's at nine and Benintendi's at Zippo, which is just a tough eat. It's yeah. so funny though. I wanted to put the White Sox higher because I've been watching this White Sox Guardian series and they have been destroying baseballs. And then I go look at the standings. I go look at the run differential. I'm like, that was bad. like their first couple wins in a very long time. Yeah, like that, that historic rant on, you know, Chicago White Sox radio was not that long ago, but I can't just move them up because they score seven runs and, you know, two straight games against Peyton Battenfield. Like I can't just move them up. And when you say, all right, are they really worse than the Tigers? I mean, yeah, they have a worse record and a worse run differential. Like, um, what do you want? What do you want me to say? Sorry, sorry to delay the next band, but like I've been down bad, like just surfing through whatever I can find in the catching ranks. Uh, you know, because the Marlins have a historically bad catching situation right oh, now. Oh, you want to talk about the Guardians catching situation, Mike? So, you know, okay, yeah, continue. No, so know. that's the craziest part. Okay. Mike Petriello did a dive, he did a dive, and I'm glad you mentioned this. That looking into Oh, of course, the Guardians have to have the worst catching situation, you know, maybe in the modern era so far. Um, and he does a dive. <laughs> he finds out they don't have the worst catching situation in 2023. That's actually the Miami Marlins. So, yes, I understand Mike Zanino, 0 for 30 with 20, whatever. I understand that. No, the Marlins no let me quantify worse. for you. Let me quantify for you. 0 for 26. 0 for his last 26 with 20 strikeouts. And somehow that's better than what the Marlins have got right now. <laughs> so, Jack, I ask you, does does your cheap-ass owner, Jerry Reinstorf, the Michael Jordan merchant over there, does he <laughs> eat any of that Yasmani Grandal contract and send him over to Miami? Absolutely not. He's probably like, oh, we got to wring this towel dry of all it's worth, man. I mean, yeah. we're not moving this guy for the life of us. <laughs> He's got so one I, more year. I know. It's 18250000 million. He's kind of raking right now. He is actually he just is raking. Out rake. How's the defense looking? How's the defense for Grandal looking? That dude well, is can't like move. the clearest 34-year-old catcher yeah. you've ever seen. He it's wears like, every day of his life at 34 years he old. Is, he is the oldest 34-year-old man on planet Earth. Jacob yeah. Stallings begs to differ, and I think he's 32. Yeah, but Stallings has a bigger glove than most catchers, which is like kind of an endearing quality. Why does he have a first-base glove when he catches? I don't know. Because he's I don't know. <laughs> And but he can't frame give me Grandal. a glove. Let's talk trades later, Jack. I'm in. Just flip them. Season's over anyway. All right. Number 20. We're rocking with the San Francisco Giants. Record at 20 and 23 with a run differential of negative 20. They've been okay. But how about the Pittsburgh Pirates? 
They're at 19. Even though they have a record of 23 and 20 and a run differential of plus 13, that could be something that Pirates fans vehemently disagree with. But, you know, let's have the debate. At 18, I have the Cardinals, who have a worse record, slightly worse run differential. They have a record of 18 and 26 with a run differential of plus nine. They are last place in the National League Central. Then we get to the Padres at number 17 with a record of 20 and 24, the run differential of negative eight. And then the New York Mets record of 21 and 23 with a run differential at negative 18. I want to run you guys through a stat. And this comes from Danny Vietti, who does really great work for CBS Sports. He's great. The tweet, why the Padres offense is struggling. They are hitting 196 with runners in scoring position. Worst in Major League Baseball. They have a 208 batting average with just runners on base. Guess where that ranks? Worst in Major League Baseball. Guess how many strikeouts they have with runners in scoring position? 108. Guess where that ranks? Dead last in Major League Baseball. They have 18 strikeouts with runners on third base. Most in Major League Baseball. They have a 42.1% strikeout rate with the bases loaded which is the highest in the National League. Yeah, yeah that explains – it's hard to score runs that way. Yeah, that, it is. That's yes, it is. Score runs. Do you guys have any debate with the Pirates at 19? I thought I was going to get some hate for that because, of course, they have a positive run differential. They are 23-20. and 20. They are second in the National League Central. It's I just mean, I've been watching this Pirates team I was lately. Say, I'm like, just, just they're, watch not the team. Much, they're not much better than the Reds. Like, they, they aren't. They they've been horrible the last couple of weeks and and dude I'm all in on on a, on a fun pirate story I still think the pirates are going to be far better than last year when it's all said and done but like they've dropped a majority of their games over the last couple of weeks and I mean that's kind of what we expected right we expected them to be a pretty mediocre team I think that they're in the right spot there I don't think they're very good on the contrary I was thinking Vince Velasquez and Rich Hill were going to have Cy Young caliber seasons and it looked like that was the case for the first month and I am floored and appalled and disgusted that they are not performing to that April level anymore. Yeah. It's weird, uh, right? Man, I think you ask any Pirates fan, they, they agree with you at 19. Like, I, I don't think you've got any Pirates fan that's trying to shove them farther up the rankings because of what's happened lately. And baseball is the what have you done for me lately sport. And Pirates haven't been that 20 and 8 start. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say I agree with – Mets over the Padres because of those numbers you highlighted. I have more faith in the Mets finding ways to win ball games right now. Um, you know, I, I just just with the way that their lineup looks, especially with well, Pete Alonso heating up, they call up Mark Vientos. They can their lineup is just way deeper, and the pitching situations are fairly comparable. If anything, I think favor the Mets. If I'm not and mistaken, the Mets just beat the Rays today, three to two. Taj Bradley versus Tyler McGill, and they won that game. Yeah. Well, and think about what just happened on Wednesday night, right? Mark Vientos has a homer in his first game back up at the Mets. And then Francisco Alvarez ties it with a three-run homer in the ninth. And then Pete Alonso walks it off with a homer. Like every single run came from a home run in a big spot from an intriguing guy. Like that's yeah. what the Mets can do. I don't think the Padres can do that. No, you you need you need some different level of guys to step up that just aren't on the same yeah. caliber of, of upside of a Mark Bientos or a Francisco Alvarez for those guys. So now right. I'm with you on those rankings. When Austin Nola hits a crunch time Homer, you can hit me again. Like, yeah. Campisano comes in and comes up big. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for that. Okay. So the Cardinals are in last place in their division in a yeah. very bad division. And I still have them at 18th. 
or where, where do I have them? I have them at 18th. Yeah, 18th. Any disagreements? I mean, they're kind of heating up. And they're, no, just they're playing so they're playing good, good ball. They're yeah. playing good ball. And another team that I like that they called up Libertor. And Libertor looked good, you know, overall in his first start. And, you know, I, I think that this whole thing's been a shit show. But at the end of the day, Wilson's back at catcher now. Um, you know, I, I think that the lineup is starting to look better. We talked about Goldie absolutely raking. Like I don't love this team as, you know, the favorite to win the division or, you know, a World Series threat. I think we've seen a lot of vulnerabilities here. But in terms of being better than the band of teams that you just put it with, yeah, they are. Even with a worse record, I'm I'm taking this team. Phenomenal. Let's get into the top 15. And we start with the Chicago Cubs. Their record is 19 and 24, but they have a great run differential at plus 22. I think they've been playing better than their record. They're third place in the National League Central. Then we get to the Boston Red Sox at 14, who have a 24 and 20 record with a run differential of plus 16. Uh, they are last place, though, in the American League East, which I think by far is the best division in Major League Baseball right now. And number 13, the Los Angeles Angels with a record of 22 and 22. But they did just beat the Orioles, and they have a run differential of plus seven. They are third place in the American League West. Number 12, the Milwaukee Brewers at 24 and 19 with a run differential of plus one. But they are still first place in the National League Central. And then we get to number 11, the Seattle Mariners, who have fallen below expectations to begin the year at 21 and 22. But they still have a very good run differential, and I will never give up hope on this Mariners team. So maybe it's a little bit of bias, but I still think that they are very, very good. And there's just so many guys in their offense I expect to heat up. But do you guys think I'm being too biased with the Mariners? Did I overrank them here? What are your guys' thoughts? So I have come to terms with something personally, and that is that I think I might be an LA Angels fan because um, I just think that they're a lot better than they actually are. Like this is a team that hovers around 500, and I think that the Angels are a more talented team than like some of these you know, other teams that you've got at the back end. like I, I think the Angels can be a better team than Milwaukee. I think the Angels can be a better team than a couple teams at the back end of the top 10 that you've got here. But that's a character flaw, and I'm willing to admit it. Um, no, I mean, like Seattle, think about what we've seen from Bryce Miller. Think about what we just saw from George Kirby again. And like Logan Gilbert's been good, and Luis Castillo's pitching like a frontline guy. Obviously, the, the Luis offense. Castillo's been, Luis Castillo's been kind of stinky lately. Yeah, but he was so good for a month and like, and he'll be fine. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. You have that talented four, even when Ray goes down. And just like you, I think it's impossible to look at this lineup and say they're not gonna get better. Yeah. So Um, this is where it becomes like roster versus record thing. Yeah. Like what? I guess why Brewers behind Mariners? Like I understand because you look through the Brewers lineup and like. It's not great, but they 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 just like win ball games. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but they win ball games. They're a solid team. They're five games over, right? And they're in first place. Like why like why Mariners over them right now? I could see like in the power rankings in a month, but why right now? Better run differential, okay. and they're in a better division. And it's also slightly biased because I just watched that Brewers versus Cardinals game where I watched Corbin Burns take on Libertor. And I just watched the Brewers get shot out in a guy in like Liberty. I mean, they are the worst team in Major League Baseball against left. Yeah. Like, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, no, that is a fatal flaw. No Brandon Woodruff right now. I was just like, I don't really believe in them. Like, I like them. I think they're fun. I think they weirdly could win this division, 
but like come playoff time, like this is my ultimate fate. Like they will not last. Uh, in and my and Miley, Miley hitting the IL hurts when yeah. Woodruff is out. Miley was pitching to a, a three six. So, you know, I, I, I can get with that. And then the only other question, like, again, I don't have any like, Ooh, I disagree with this. Just like question. Red Sox fans are definitely going to be like pissed because they have a better record um, than the angels. But I think it's impressive that the angels are where they're at with Mike Trout really playing poorly now by his standards, but poorly over the last like 20 games. Um, and you figure that's going to change, but why, why angels over red Sox who technically have a better record in, in the best division right now. I think that the red Sox pitching is so bad. It is bad that, I mean, they're bottom five in ERA. Their bullpen is not very good either. And they're just on this crazy offensive stretch. And, like, they've also been in games where, you know, in Fenway Park against this series with the Mariners, wind was blown out crazy. And, like, a lot of these offensive numbers are incredible for the Red Sox. And, you know, maybe I'm over – yeah, maybe I'm overlooking them a little bit, but I just think moving forward. But, again, these power rankings are about really right now with a slight edge of, like, I am looking forward, right? Like, it's very easy to just rank – you know, who has the best record and just rank them oh, by course. that. So there is a level of, I look at the teams and when it's close, who do I think is better? And I look at the angels. I think the angels have a better rotation. I think the angels have a better bullpen. And when you look at the offense, I think the angels can hang with the Red Sox. So that's why I put them slightly over. And I think at the end of the year, the angels will have a better record. I I, I agree with that. And I think, I think a big wrinkle in this is Kenley Jansen's recent struggles a little bit because that was a strength for them, especially with, with Chris Martin, you know, he was banged up for a little bit. Now he looks all right. He looks healthy again and looks good. But yeah, I think Jansen not being lights out as of late, like that hurts a lot more because when you don't have that lights out closer and you've got a rotation of, I know Chris Sale's shown flashes, but I'm just going to tell you what the numbers are. Chris Sale, 5.40. All right. Tanner Houck, 5.48. Nick Pavetta, 6.3, going in the bullpen. bullpen. Yeah. Corey Kluber, (laughs) 6.4. Brian Bayo, 4.4. Who actually like Bayo, 4.45. A great last start. I think I said before the year that I thought Brian Bayo may end up leading their team in F4 in terms of pitching staff. And I, that, that's like, I wish I could have bet that because I probably would have got sick odds on that. Um, It might happen. Actually, Um, I don't think you would have gotten sick odds because I think that just would have been the answer. (laughs) Which is like crazy, given that he started in the minor leagues. Paxton did look good in his first start. We'll see. That's a big X factor. Let's see James Paxton in August. Correct. That, But that says enough right there. And then the bullpen, we could go through it all. A lot of bad ERAs. Their best ERA was Schreiber, and he's out. So, yeah, I I can understand that. I think there's a path to more direct success over, over the next two weeks, let's say. I think the Angels win more games. And that's kind of how I wanted to approach the power rankings if I were doing it. Like you're going looking at what they've done so far and then what they're going to do in the immediate future before yeah. the next power ranking update. And I think in that in that light, I have more confidence in the Angels. Like the Angels, the Red Sox don't have a Carlos Estevez. They don't even have a Matt Moore, right? No. And like Jaime Berea is this swingman guy for the angels. I keep watching him. Like when I, when I have my bets in and Jaime Bria comes in for the angels, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're getting outs here. It's every time he comes in. I think he's nasty. And he, just I use him. In, I use him. In, I use him in so rare. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to, I'm going to probably pick him on my so rare team when we draft right. at the end. Like he's, I love him. 
Yeah, I actually use him in there. The one thing I will say about the socks, though, is like what they're getting from Jaron Duran's incredible. He looks like he looks something like has clicked. I don't think he's going to have a 1,000 OPS, but something's clicked there. Uh, Verdugo is playing for that contract he was begging for before the year. He looks really good. And then Devers is going to play better. Like Rafael Devers is not going to be an 820 OPS guy. So there's better days ahead for the offense, Casas, too. But again, like they are getting by on some miserable pitching right now, and that won't last. Anything else, Jack? Any other disagreements? Oh, Jack, you're here? Yeah. Hey, guys. Oh, nice. What's up? No, I have no other disagreements. I'm chill. All right, cool. Uh, Number 10, the freaking Arizona Diamondbacks come in at number 10. They are 25 and 19. They have a run differential of plus 16, and they are second place in the National League West. We get to number nine with the New York Yankees, who are slowly heating up. They are 25 and 20 with a run differential of plus 19, but they are fourth place in the American League East. Toronto Blue Jays, we're starting to get into the freaking just insane teams. Blue Jays are 25 and 18 with a run differential of plus 19. They are third place in the American League East. Then you get to the Houston Astros, 24 19, run differential plus 31, second place in the American League West. And this people might disagree with. The Minnesota Twins come in at six with a record of 24 and 20 with a run differential of plus 42. And they're first in the American League Central. Does anyone want to rip me to shreds for the Twins or start at any place else? No. Can I can I start with Arizona at 10? Yeah. Um, obviously, they're young and exciting, and I love what they're doing. And I do think that they're in the in the 10 to 12, 13 range. Um concerning thing for me is it's kind of been home run derby against Brandon fought in the early goings. And with Jamison, not in that rotation too, like that rotation may be a bit thinner than I was hoping for not expecting because they were relying on a lot of young guys after gallon and Kelly, especially after they DFA bum Um, I like watching Ryan Nelson and I love watching fought because he's a top 100 guy, but I, I only feel confident when Kelly and Gallon are on the hill. Like that's that's kind of my gut feeling with the yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks. But to that point, it's hard to find a better pitcher in Major League Baseball than Zach Gallon this year. Correct. So it's one thing to just like have confidence, and it's one thing to be like, I'll take Zach Gallon against pretty much anybody in Major League Baseball right now. And Merrill Kelly just keeps doing his thing. Kelly's great. Yeah, He's just doing like, his thing. And then the offense is so good. The defense is so good. The base running is so good. And then the bullpen is fine-ish. But I just, and maybe again, slight bias comes in. I'm a human being. I love watching Arizona Dimebacks baseball. It is just so fun. It's so fast. Reminds me of Cardinals baseball. Yeah. How so? The defense, the speed. The playing as a team unit, right? Like it's not all on one guy. It's just you know Josh Rojas leads off, and it's like the shitty Carol, pitching, and then it's Marte, and then it's <laughs> shitty pitching, and then it's you know it. I I feel like they're very similar. Like you just have the speed, you have the defense, and then you have the offense where you're not reliant on one individual guy. So that's the comparison that I make between the two. I mean, I I love this offense to to Peter's point because I see both angles here. Because to Peter's point. One through nine, and I know they've got they've they've had some frustration with Perdomo you know, is the best shortstop in Major League Baseball. Yeah, so yeah, and and <laughs> I mean they they have Dom Fletcher step in here, and you know is he going to hit three seventy five all year? No, but yes. this is a guy that's great bat to ball. <laughs> like I like him a lot. Like I really like the bat. Rivera's been good. Nick Ahmed, like 
he is so, so good as a utility, like bench guy that is at least hitting his own weight. If he does that, he's very valuable. And then we know what they've got top to bottom one through nine, everyone's hitting. So you don't really get an at bat off. And even your catcher is hitting 321. I want to see him slug a little bit more, but that'll come with Gabriel Moreno to Jack's point. The thing that makes me really torn, and I would have really struggled to rank the D-backs here because I love their lineup with the best of them. Three, four, five in this rotation, I think almost every single time they play, they're at a disadvantage. Kind of ass. Brandon Fott's been probably my biggest disappointment of the year so far. Mm. Um, You know how much I loved him as a pitching prospect. He came out, the stuff looked a little diminished in the minors. We talked about that start one. We broke it down on the call up and we're like, whoa, this doesn't look right. And it just doesn't seem like he's been able to get back there since. Seven home runs in 14 innings. It's bombs what the away. hell is that? It's so bad. Like Ryan Nelson has shown signs of life, but like he hasn't been good. Tommy Henry, I don't want to see that guy starting games. Um, so but it, like it's he's a mess. Pitching okay. Like weirdly enough, like he's that's better the than he's the other like two. Pitching okay. He's got a five. That is uh, better. Does he have a five ERA? Thirteen Ks, twelve walks. <laughs> they need to put Jameson back, back in there. I don't even like Jameson. Get, can okay. I take it back? Yes, you can, can take, take it back. back. I'll let that right, go. I take it back. All right. So that's the thing. Like, I would prefer to see Dre Jameson starts over what they're getting from three, four, yeah. and five right now. I think Ryan Nelson's the one that, like, I'm I'm cool letting him ride at the major league level. But with what's happening to Fott right now, I mean, this guy's confidence has to be in the gutter through his first couple yeah, starts yeah. in major league. He's doing a home run every other inning. It's so yeah, brutal right now. Didn't five of those come against the Rangers who just will not stop hitting and we're about to get to in a second? Like, yeah. it's and that was his debut on the road in Arlington where the Rangers like they don't give a fuck who you are they just rake and this is without Corey Seager that's why they're very high in my rankings and people be like what the Rangers I'll tell you why but it's like he's gone through a couple of like I he needs a start against I mean his last start was reasonable against the Giants he went five innings one run three walks five k's that's what I'm saying that one so so I mean it's better Signs of life. If if Fott follows that up with another couple good starts, then I'm going to feel a lot better about this situation. Um, that said, I love this lineup and, and defense so much that you know I can totally get with that ranking. And they've been playing better baseball than the Mariners right now, so yeah. I, I, I got to be okay with them at ten. Yeah, um, I, I guess if I were to do it, it would probably be um, it would be Milwaukee at ten and Arizona at eleven. With that's Seattle fair. At 12. I can understand that. Yeah. I could understand. Yeah, I could get that. I think they're all in that same tier. And it's like you put them in a hat and you just kind of pick out. I just enjoy watching Diamondbacks games more than I do those. They're other definitely a more dynamic right team. And and I could I could just see the picture. And I have Arm and I, we locked in Arizona Diamondbacks over 74 and a half wins. So I'm yeah. so fired up about <laughs> that. Like, biggest one of the preseason. So excited about that one. So I'm a human being, some bias comes in. Um, anything on the twins? Right? No, I, I'm I've been pro twins since before the season. I'm all in on this twins team, and I think they're only gonna get better. Royce Lewis has already looked great in his rehab games. That's another guy that they add to the fold. Uh the pitching, I mean, Joe Ryan looks spectacular. I, I I love this twins team, so I'm all the way in on them. I've got no problem with you throwing them as high as possible. The one that actually stands out to me a little bit, and I know they're starting to play like the team that we know, but Blue Jays versus Astros hmm. right now I might lean Blue Jays yeah. but Manoa's struggles might be a, I mean I don't want to put it on one player in a team power ranking but Manoa's struggles are a pretty big wrinkle in this whole thing that's an interesting toss-up like I could go either way um but here's why I wouldn't that's here's why, why I, I would consider 
Here's why I went Astros. Better run differential, very similar record. Um, when we just look at record right now, 24 and 19 versus 25 and 18, but uh, Astros are at plus 31 while Blue Jays are at plus 19. I look at the Blue Jays and I see Chris Bassett's got a three ERA with like a four nine expected. I see you take Kikuchi, three mid three ERA, like four nine expected. Brio, same kind of thing, except his ERA is a little bit higher. I think regression is coming for those starters, but at the same time, I think positive regression is coming for the hitters. So I think they're just going to be a very good team all year. But when I look at the Astros, they've performed similarly to the Blue Jays already without Jose Altuve, without Michael Brantley, without Lance McCullers Jr., Luis Garcia on the IL, Jose Arquiti on the IL. This has not been a healthy team, and they're just out, still out gaining other teams with the better run differential. And I even wrote in the article, I was like, enjoy this time now, Astros haters, because this is like <laughs> the worst baseball that they're going to play all season long. I just think it's like, it's the Astros. Yeah. Like they're going to win the division. They're, they might win the World Series. <laughs> so that's why I just put them slightly over. But that is not an indictment on the Blue Jays because I think yeah. the Blue Jays are a fucking train. Like when the Yankees have been playing well against the Blue Jays, and I'm like, how are we winning? Because they are just so good. But the bats haven't really been there for the Blue Jays. They're known for their offense, but it's like Springer has been shit. Varsho has been shit. Yeah. Alejandro Kirk, we're talking about bad catchers right now. He's as bad as it gets. So He's that's why I was just like, the Astros are playing hurt, and they still have a better run differential. And the Blue Jays don't really have any injuries, but they're still very good. That's why the Astros one spot higher. All right. so, At what point do you get worried about Kirk, by the way? Because like... Too good of a hitter. Like, Ooh, am I yeah. supposed to worry? Nah. Nah. I don't know, but, though. <laughs> I, 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 I be, only reason I say worry is it's like, shit, did we trade the wrong catcher? And I was always like, again, right. we talk, we can, we rehash the trade all the time. I got no problem with, with the value swap. I just think when you trade a 70 hit to a catcher with, with athleticism like Moreno, you better be damn sure that you've got the right catcher at home and that the player that you're getting is the right player. And I'm pretty sure that Barsha is going to be a good player for a long time. Me too. Yeah, I, I don't know how well, like how long is a player like Kirk going to be good? I don't know. I don't know. I think he'll be fine, but it is something that like would start to be stewing in my mind a little bit. I'd be a little worried about, you know, just the fact that you did trade a, it's hard to find a Gabriel Moreno. You don't find catchers like that. You don't find catching prospects like that. I, I appreciate what they did. And I think it could make their team better in the long run, but you better hope that Jansen and Kirk can hold up their end of the bargain or else that one's really going to hurt. Credit yeah. to the Blue Jays. Danny Jansen, the best pinch hitter of all time, I think. <laughs> he's, sure. he's awesome. uh, but Danny Jansen also hitting a buck 88 so far. So like you've got that tandem struggling. I love that Varsho is getting better quickly because yeah, um, Varsho, like he was under the Mendoza line a month into the season and that looked like brutal because Guriel was hitting the ground running. And I Gurriel know, which is awesome. crazy. He's adjusting. Um, Canada. Yeah, like Guriel and Moreno have both been great. Varsho adjusted, and now he's up to 217, and he's got six homers and six backs. The, the separator for me, honestly, is like, obviously the Astros bullpen is great, but I, I think that this Blue Jays lineup is so good with that front three. Like that three-headed monster right now of Chapman, Bichette, and Vladdy is demonic. It's so good. And then I look, yeah. like – Bassett had a great outing against New York on Wednesday. Shoved. He shoved. And like if Bassett's shoving, I feel better about Gosman riding that hot hand. And like Manoa may be a lost cause, but 
Kikuchi has shown spurts of brilliance, some spurts of idiocy, but for the most part, like I like what I see from Kikuchi. The thing that jumps out to me, Romano has been fine. Eric Swanson's been awesome. I love watching Meza and I freaking love Nate Pearson in this new bullpen role. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a star reliever. I agree. And just arm. Do you ever think he's going to make it back in the rotation? I, I think they got to keep him there. Like AJ puck kind of type of thing with a little bit less of a laundry list of injury, but I was like hoping they do this earlier. I'm glad they did. And I, I think you just got to take what you can get here with, with Pearson, which is a great reliever instead of running him into the ground. I'll play the video one day. I'll show you guys his delivery. The head yank that he has is so violent. Like his head is like, like this as he's throwing. And I'm like, dude, if he throws 80 pitches a game, he might break his own neck. So I think it's just better like for his longevity to be a reliever, his delivery, you hear low effort delivery. Usually they just use that as, as a reason to say like, okay, I like this guy. Got good mechanics. They rarely say high effort delivery that that's a high effort delivery over there. Go check that one out. Yeah, Carson Fulmer, high effort delivery. Yeah. Yeah. He was electric. Yeah. But high effort delivery. Talk about a high. Yeah. Phil Bickford. His his delivery is insane. One thing to wrap up on the twins before we get into the top five. Name me another team with two guys who are top five in AL Cy Young right now. That's Sonny Gray. And that's Joe Ryan. When those two give you six. Then you go to Griffin Jacks, Jorge Lopez, and Yoan Duran. The game is over. You are yep. not scoring. They rank number two in starter ERA. The bullpen ranks around league average because the like fifth and sixth guys are fucking horrible to be as respectful as possible. Yeah. That's how bad they that are. That was a pretty respectful way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, <laughs> yeah, end, the, the back end of it is so damn good, and Bailey Ober will not <laughs> allow a run. He just will not allow a run. He doesn't want to, and I respect the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing over there, Arm? Because <laughs> <laughs> you like to be as respectful as possible, and it was like the most disrespectful thing possible. And Jack was like, that was a respectful way of putting it. Sorry, that was just that was just good. Um, I will can I say one thing on the twins though? Absolutely. Bailey Ober might be him. He is him. Remember, remember when we had an Ober Mize bet? I'm not trying to like rain on Mize's parade. No, no, I, no, celebrate that one. Well, I want I mean, Mize what a, to come what a back. I want Mize to be successful. But Mize what a is still Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the biggest blowouts and bets in the history of, of bets. <laughs> like it, Ober has a 178 so far this year, 28K, seven walks, six earned runs. And Casey Mize, I I hope is is throwing from sixty feet at this point. But like, I I really want Mize to succeed. But like, Ober actually looks really good. The the thing with the the Twins rotation is like we're like, oh, it lacks the the top end arms, right? Like that was our concern. It's like, oh, you know, it's a lot of threes. Well, two of the threes look like ones, ones. Yeah. and you know, Pablo should settle into being that three. But the thing is, is the depth arms, I think, are quality depth arms. I'm okay with Louis Varlin being my five. And I think I'm okay with Bailey Ober being my four. And so if you've got, if you, and if Tyler Malley was healthy, man, this team would be in business. But the four five they've got there is, is great. Like, I feel really good about that given what they're getting out of their top three. And then they've also got Chris Paddock coming back at some point this year as another, that's a depth arm, though. That's six. Death that's on. six. Maeda hopefully will be healthy. That's seven. Simeon Woods Richardson. That's eight. Like yeah, that's I, this team went from like zero pitching to like 
a pretty good pitching situation despite Tyler Malley being hurt. I love what the Twins are doing over there. And then that's not even considering the fact that the offense is sick. Like Joey Gallo has got a 900 OPS. Even with some guys struggling, Miranda sent down to the minors. Like guys are coming up, they're plugging them in, and they're succeeding. And Royce Lewis will be back very soon. And that's with Carlos Correa hitting like shit. Respectfully. Respectfully. Uh, Jack, Arm just invited you to suck it. Yeah, I know. And uh, I overstarted an indie right before he went up. And I watched him like carve. I think it was six shutout in Indianapolis. And you're like, and fuck. I'm just sitting here like I'm sitting here punching air. During I didn't get a text. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, of course I was cricket. But no, like I want Bailey over to succeed. The thing is, uh, it was funny. Like my my partner turned to me during one of the inning breaks and was like, he's getting so many swings and misses for being 91, 92. I'm like, yeah, he's just fucking weird like that. Like, I don't know what to say. He's six, eight and he throws in the low 90s. But like it works. Talk about getting punched in the face. You're about to get socked in the face because you said punch me in the face if Stetson Bennett throws a pass in the NFL. He was drafted in the fourth round. You two and your bets just oh, with no upside for either of you. You just make claims and you're like, you could kill me if this happens. What do I get? I'm like, sure, I'll take the bet. <laughs> Speaking of getting socked in the face, that's another arm that the Twins have. Jordan Bolazovich. He was supposed to be good, but he got clocked in the face, broken jaw. I don't know what his deal is now, but um, yeah, that's another arm that could be in the, in the mix. Speaking uh, again about real oh, no, quick, ahead, I saw Belazovic top at 99 last week. Do with that information what you will. No way. I, it might've been a hot gun. I didn't check uh, the portal. Dude, it could be the hottest gun on earth. I, he wasn't doing that. It was like 97. At least he got some freak strength from getting clocked in the jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Apparently, that's not a nice Canadian, Jordan Balasovic. No. On the same page of kicking dudes in the face, Yenier Cano has not allowed a run yet. At number five, the Baltimore Orioles um, are 28 and 15. They did just lose to the Angels to make that 28 and 16. The run differential is plus 32, second place in the American League East. The Texas Rangers come in at number four with a 26 and 17 record. Their run differential is plus 87, and they are first place in the American League West. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers at 28 and 16 with a run differential of plus 57. Then you got the top two the Atlanta Braves, 27 and 16, run differential of plus 62. And then, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays at number one, 32 and 12 record, a run differential of plus 122, and they are first place in the American League East. Yenier Cano has allowed four hits in 21 and two thirds and no earned runs. He is the story of Major League Baseball, and coming in second in terms of storylines is the Rays losing Drew Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs, and just throwing out nobodies and just winning game after game after game. Braves are still amazing. You know, the Dodgers, we thought that they might be out of it. Then they won 11 of their last 14 in May, catapulting up this division. And the Rangers, how can they be any lower than four? They rank fourth in OPS offensively. They rank fourth in starter ERA. And the problem with them has been the bullpen, but they just pummel teams. So it's like seven to one in the sixth. And it's like, yeah, the bullpen gives up three and they win eight, four. Like it doesn't matter. They just are crushing teams right now. And then you got the Orioles who 
the problem is starting pitching with the Orioles, but Bradish, he's made tangible changes. His fastball is terrible, respectfully. And he's just throwing his slider and his curveball more back to back to back. Really good starts against the Braves, the Pirates, and then the Angels. Braves and Angels, two of the best in Major League Baseball against right-handed pitching. He shoved against them. Then you look at, you know, other guys like Grayson Rodriguez. He's just going to get better as the season goes along. Yeah, I hope he can work through that. That's the big X factor, I think. Because yeah. he's shown flat. We talked about him on the call-up. Like, flashes, I still agree. I think he'll get better. There might be some bad starts on the way, but I agree. I think he's he, he has to get better. And Tyler Wells is just flat out good. Yeah, they, like he's I, just flat out I'm good. And then they're going to get John Means back. And then if Dean Kramer's your five, like, yeah, he's not, not the really. best five, but like he's not terrible as a yeah. five starter. And that's their weakness. Like they have just a really good team, and they're so good offensively. And Gunner's been struggling. Like they're Gunner's just really, really fucking good. I I've got no issues. Honestly, my only my only gripe, and it might be honestly no i'm gonna stand by this one i feel good about this one i i, I actually and i know this is gonna you're gonna be like oh you might be right because you like the rangers a lot too but i'd almost lean rangers over dodgers because mm-hmm. i know the dodgers are playing good ball right now i i, I know they are but nate Iavaldi, like he is is on an incredible or is it he's over or is he still one. on it the scoreless streak I mean, he's uh, been I th- yeah it ended he gave up a run i think he gave up a run. <laughs> okay. John Gray looks like John Gray. We thought he could be away from Coors. Uh, Martin Perez looks like a fine middle of the rotation arm. Andrew Heaney's been back and forth, and we'll see, you know, if DeGrom ever pitches this year. That's the big question. But I think that you look at the Dodgers rotation, and, and it, like, yeah, name value, it's better. Also, Dane Dunning being able to fill in and be with Dane so Dunning has been, has been incredible. Um, but I look at, at the rotation situation – I think they're pretty comparable. There's just a lot more name value, especially with Dustin May going going down now. I don't know. Did we get an official like report on how long he's going to be out? I think he's yeah, out so apparently weeks. shut down for a month. Right. Okay. So but, like that that factors into these power rankings. Yeah. Again, I don't think that this is this is wrong. I'm just saying like what what I would do because I think the lineup right now, I take the Rangers lineup. I think is that crazy? Was Corey Seager healthy? Like I think that's the best middle infield in baseball. If I'm not missing anybody. Josh Young swinging it really well, or at least pretty well. Jonah Heim looks like the best catcher in baseball, not named Will Smith. Ezekiel Duran is one of my favorite pieces in baseball because he's played all over. He's 24, another deceptively young guy, hitting for power. You know, just again, just impacts the game in so many ways. And then Leody Tavares, like another guy. He feels like he's been a prospect for a decade. He's 24, elite defender. I think he might have figured it out. Like this team is is pretty flawless top to bottom, and that's with Mitch Garver on the shelf. I don't think you even mentioned Adolis Garcia there. Did you mention Adolis? I don't think so. Ribbies. Yeah, he's leading the league in RBIs. Like Adolis Garcia, so that's pretty good. Yeah, he's on pace for like two hundred. He's yeah. amazing. I mean, he's forty six ribbies in in forty two games. This this lineup is on fuego right now. My Bobby Grossman pro- doesn't suck. Doesn't yeah. suck. There we go. That's nice. Um. Are you sure Tampa's? Yeah. Are you sure Tampa's the best team in baseball? I think they're pretty good. Yeah. You think so? Um, Yeah, I think they're pretty good. I'm curious though because I have I have a counterpoint to Aram. It's not really a counterpoint. It's just how I made the list and changes I made. What do you think, Rangers or Dodgers at number three and four? Jack. Um. Dodgers. 
So ask me why. All right, I'll see you guys later. Why? Why? Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Speak. (laughs) I don't know. No, man. Podcast, bro. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Dodgers, like, I almost provide more value in precedent. Like, I, I provide a ton of value in knowing that you have consistent star power and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, like. Adoles, while I think is really good, could fall off a cliff very soon. Jonah Heim, while I think is really good, can fall off a cliff very soon. Like, I just don't see a Mookie or a Freddie Freeman doing so. Now, I could see James Outman doing so, and he started to taper off a little bit, but he's still been the best rookie in baseball. I could see David Peralta cooling off big time. I could see Max Muncy not hitting anything, and he was really struggling in the early You could see David Peralta cooling off from a 556 OPS. He had a nine, he had, what, 900 OPS in May? He had a brutal April, but he's been heating up big time. He has, has been he? Yeah. God, he must have been so bad. He then. was really. Oh, I don't even know if he got a hit in April. He was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith also looks like he's going to win the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the best player. Right. On and Earth. like, that's a guy that I actually place some, you know, consistent value in because, again, he's done it over the course of his career. Like, this guy's going to get a bag okay. when he hits free agency. So, with May out, Kershaw, Arias, Gonsolin, Gonsolin, who's looked good. Yeah. Cindergard, yeah. Is that five? That's no, four. 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 Who's five? Who is five right now? Um. Who is five right now? That's the point. You call up what? Gavin Stone. Yeah. Who's five? We're definitely five. forgetting somebody. I don't think so. May's out. Yeah, May is out. They have. I don't. I think they're asking who's five. I think the Dodgers might be having the same conversation right now. I mean, the Rangers are asking who's five without Degrom, and they put in Dunning. Who? Yeah, I'm it's, sure it's, the Dodgers it's, can it's, find it's, Yeah, I, look, I am not going to die on this hill, but, no, but I thought it was a fun conversation. I'm so glad you brought it up. My first draft of these rankings, I had the Rangers number three and Dodgers number four, and I was writing them, and I'm like, "Hey, Ben, shout out Ben Bellotti." Goat. incredible enjoying his senior week congrats yeah, happy graduation to our guy you know what we're gonna drop his twitter in the episode description can you give him a follow please can you give him yeah please follow ben, ben Velotti. Velotti. please follow no. ben Velotti. he's great on twitter he does basically he's been putting these shows up for us on youtube since we started and my guy needs more clout ben Velotti for graduation give him your gift of a follow for sure absolutely so i texted ben and i was like on the graphic, can you actually change Dodgers to three and Rangers to four? And here was my separation. First, the Dodgers do have a better record. But the Rangers have a better run differential because they have been murdering teams. But I was watching this Dodgers versus Twins series. And I was watching the Rangers series, but I'm like, when the Dodgers are on, I'm like, they're going to win 100 games again, aren't they? Like, they are just, they beat you in all angles. When the Rangers, they can't beat you in all angles. The Dodgers bullpen is far and away better. The rotation, like, I'd still take the Dodgers. I still would. Like, Eovaldi is on one right now, yeah. but I'd still take the Dodgers. No, nah, it's and fair. Offensively, Kershaw and Arias, like, yeah. And, and then offensively, like, the Rangers have been murdering baseballs. I do want, do not want to take anything away. They're four. I love the Rangers right now. But Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith. Miguel Rojas. And then Max, yep. Max Muncy leads the league in home runs. Miguel Vargas has been great. Hayward has been good. Peralta's heating up. Yeah, Altman is the rookie of the year right now. They're good defensively. I'm just like my counter argument is they start Miguel Rojas. They do start Miguel Rojas. They do. 
And the Rangers don't really have like a Miguel Rojas. No, right now. that's the one thing they have working in their favor. Yes, but no, they, I'm like, again, like this is one flip flop it either way. I just wanted to make a little Rangers. It's, case it's almost like, remember that point that you made about like two weeks moving forward. Yeah. I think it's still the Dodgers. Like I have more yeah. confidence in them. And I think we're going to look at the end of the year. The Astros are going to win the West and the Dodgers are going to win the West. Yeah. Like they're going to so, be like, Remember when we put the Rangers over the Dodgers? So I yeah. made that little switch, but it doesn't take anything away from the Rangers. They are they're fourth in OPS right now, but I would argue that they are the best offense in Major League Baseball right now. I just think like they are they just attack teams. I saw this stat where they lead Major League Baseball in five run innings, like an inning where they score five runs or more. When they attack, they just attack. Josh Young is insane. Marcus Semien is just every single day. It's two for five with a run and RBI. It's like clockwork for him. They absolutely roll. And Adolis Garcia has been the run producer in Major League Baseball. Can I say one thing about the Rays? One thing about the Rays, because they're number one. And they're going to get, I think they're going to get better. Uh, Went back and watched uh, Tyler Glasnow's rehab start. So fucked up. (laughs) He, He went Four innings, nine Ks, three hits, no runs, one walk. Hit 100 miles an hour. He struck out Peyton Henry on a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Um, Just toying with dudes. Like, just literally blowing fastballs by guys. Got bored. Started, like, just going slider heavy. Got bored. Started going curveball heavy. Striking guys out with that. It was unbelievable to watch. Uh, Tyler, assuming he can stay healthy, Obviously, the Rays ain't, ain't getting any weaker getting that guy back there. So uh, it was cool to see, at least right now, that he's back and healthy. It's just like, is he going to tweak something or not? But in terms of his arm health right now, when he's on the mound, looks like Tyler Glass now, the, the one that we know. Also, just to end it, just a team we haven't touched on at all, Atlanta Braves. I mean, okay. Kyle Wright, Max Fried on the IL. And I wrote in the article, I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like obviously that's harsh and I don't mean any disrespect for free to write. I'm just like Bryce Elder has stepped up. Charlie Morton continues to defy father time because his curveball might be the best curveball in major league baseball. They just win ball games. Striders, 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 best arms in the game. They just win ball games. Like even we saw that strider didn't even have a good start. He went up against native Aldi. Guess who won that game? Yeah. The Braves. Yeah. Like they just, they're too much. Like Michael Harris yeah. isn't even playing well. Yeah. yeah. Sean Murphy might be the MVP. Like we talk about best catcher in baseball. <laughs> it's Sean Murphy. No, like, there's like five guys right now. Like in an Adley, like a catching positions getting getting real getting good. Real good. And yeah. it's they're just they're too damn good. Ronald Cunha Jr. is the MVP. I, like, I don't have it in front of me, but there's no way there's another team with four guys that have 10 pumps, right? No, no shot. Uh, the A's. The A's. <laughs> they don't they have does Rooker have 10? I think he has 11. Yeah, they, so they 11. got one guy with 10. So, yeah, Murphy got is as 10. Olsen has 11. Albies has 10. And Acuna has 11. Ozuna, that motherfucker, has eight. Shit. Yeah, he's got eight. Like, what? Kevin Pillar has five. <laughs> like, yeah, it, this is just one of those teams, man. It, it, and that's, like, without Austin Riley really being Austin Riley. He's got seven, though. Yeah, like, they're, and they're Austin gonna... Riley, it's so funny looking at Braves fans. They're like, oh, he got his money and now he hasn't been good. Oh, I'm like, can you give him a second, please? He's always a second half guy. Always a second half he's guy. A... Like, oh, Braves fans, do, have we been, Braves fans, have we been watching the Braves? He got doesn't care. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So that'll do it for the power rankings. 
now it's time. Or Jack, do you have any? Are you here? I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, Do you have any points on uh on that five? What do you think? No, it's a good list. It's a good list. Good job. All right. I I Thank offered you. my thoughts on Rangers Dodgers. That's true. You did. You did. You absolutely did. Yeah. All right. Let's draft my so rare team right now. So in the episode description. We are hosting a fantasy baseball league on SoRare, which is completely free. Build your team and lineups lock. What time, Arm? Whenever the first game is, um, it would be today for, for those that are listening. Whenever yeah. the first game is. So um, definitely first, give that up. The first game is until 640. So right. we have plenty of time. Let me go to my SoRare team. So funny, Bryce Miller is as expensive as Shohei Otani and Spencer Strider. What yes, so God. for for the first, and this is an important wrinkle in this, to a reminder, because like we're able to get Peter to to draft a new team here so that we can do this like exercise with you guys. So yeah. basically, the first team that you draft, you'll have those cards the, the rest of the year. So you, you want to pick some teams that you think are going to do well in the short term, player-wise, but also in the long term. You have a budget of, what is it in front of you, 120 points, right, Peter? And 120 based on, points. Based on how good each player is, in, in the eyes of so rare, in general, it's going to be fairly accurate. There's some areas to to, to, to expose. The more the more expensive a player is going to be in points. So you want to find some some dark horses, underrated guys, so that you have more money to get the the crown jewels, the blue chippers, right? Like you want to pick up an Acuna, but that's going to cost you. So you know you got to make it up with a cheap reliever or a, or a cheap left fielder or whatever it may be. Don't copy this team because it's a competition. You know, in our league, you can theoretically, I guess, because then you know you get rewards and you'll be able to get more cards. And that's the thing. Every competition you enter, if you finish pretty well you'll win another card. And then you can now plug that card in your lineup. So your team will get better and better and better. Um, and again, we're, we're doing, we're giving away prizes in this so rare league where you can compete against us and other just baseball listeners, readers, uh, however you consume just baseball content. That link again is in the, the description, but let's draft Peter's team. And again, we'll see if, if people, uh, where people differentiate with their squads. You can also right. follow my lead and just get dogs and punt on relievers and grab Yancey Almonte. You got Almonte? I grabbed Yancey. I mean, like, it was get somebody for like four bucks or something. Four it was diamonds. like the four points. The yeah, four points, points yeah. diamonds, coins, gems. I think it's diamonds. Yeah. I don't know. I, I got them for four <laughs> units. For four? Yeah. All right. All right. So w- what position do you start with, Peter? So I'm starting with starting pitcher. And because we're going to have these guys for – a long season, I'm buying low on some guys. I grab Sandy and I grab Scherzer. They're very inexpensive right now in terms of starting pitcher. Could that bite me in the ass? Is it square? Yeah, kind of, but I have Sandy Alcantara and Max Scherzer on my team. Screw you. And then I'm also going to grab Kyle Bradish because I do think that he is developing into a very good starting pitcher. So right now I am scrolling through the relievers. Should I grab Ronaldo Lopez? No, no. No, I want Liam Hendricks is coming back. Shout out Liam Hendricks, man. Shout out Liam Hendricks. Throw a live AP today and he'll be back. Yeah. All right. Who should I grab in the reliever spot? Is Joe Jimenez healthy? I think so. I'm grabbing him. He's not closing games. Minter's closing games, right? I know, but I love Joe Jimenez. Minter stinks right now, though. They might, they might relegate him. Who's closing games for him? Is it Minter or is it? Um, and also, so for clarification for those listening too, like uh, the the first league weeks will be the twenty second. That's game week sixteen. 
And if you have a limited team, so those are going to be the, the, the limited cards you can, they're so rare is going to be giving away five MLB TV subscriptions for the limited competitions. But then again, also in the, you know, basic competitions that we're drafting right now, we'll be giving away merch and, and other things uh, just baseball related. If you win that. So um, I might even give away some baseball cards for those who win that uh, again, May 22nd, but sign up with the link in our podcast description. So Peter, what, what reliever did you go with? So I went with Joe Jimenez on the Braves. I think okay, he's what's nasty. the next position. And right now we're doing corner infield. I'm going to grab Devers because I do believe he's going to bounce back and he's still relatively he cheap. He's 17. Maximum is 20. Yeah. Max is 20. I think he's going to bounce back, but I need a little bit of a cheaper option at corner infield to save some money. Ty France has been on a tear. I'm grabbing Ty France. Um, in middle infield, it's funny. Mookie's remember on it's here. fantasy score too. So like, guys yeah. that like sne- steal bags, like it's True. it's underrated. I so. grabbed G1 Bay as a base stealer, like for dirt cheap. Oh, you're nuts! Your team's gonna come I, in last. I have a join our so rare league so you can pummel Jack. It's fine. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy low on Trey Turner. Ooh, I do. What was his price? Fourteen. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a no brainer. There's no, no way brainer. Trey Turner stinks. Middle infield. Oh shoot! I thought Wander was ten, but that's a picture of Francisco Mejia, and I was like, oh my god, Francisco <laughs> gonna... Mejia for ten? I would get yeah. five. Yeah, you know who else least. is? You know who else is ten that I'm grabbing on the cheap? Jeff McNeil. Give me him. Ooh. I don't really have like a big bopper yet, but I've I still have I have fifteen per position. So I could get someone who's 20 and then get someone who's 10. But the guys who, oh my God, Josh Lowe is 20. What a Josh suck. Lowe's 20? No, Josh Lowe's not. 20. I'm grabbing Acuna. Yeah. So Josh now have, Lowe is 20? Yeah, Josh Lowe is 20. How sick oh, is that, Arv? My goodness. My guy. That fires me up. He, okay. he steals some bags. He hits for power. But I grabbed Acuna. Because they're yeah. both the same price. I think that's, I think <laughs> that's so just, <laughs> well. So, also remember too, with so rare, it, you own the card. So like you're gonna have that card for his career. So like I think this is a like young guys are are always gonna be a little bit more valuable too. Um, okay, that makes sense. I'm going to grab for ten gems. For ten gems, there's one guy who just if I didn't draft him, I would hate myself. Cal George Springer is 10. Springer. He's going to bounce back. He's going to 10 be bucks for or 10 points for George Springer. And check out this gems. Team. Check ten out gems. 10 gems. Check out check out this team. So this is the team I'm submitting for our fantasy baseball league. Remember, it's completely free to download. It's in the episode description. Join our league, draft your team before Friday at 6:40 because that's when lineups lock. And if you think you're big and bad, you think you can beat us, prove it. Prove it on so rare. So my starting pitching staff is Sandy, Scherzer, and Kyle Bradish. My relief pitcher is Joe Jimenez. My corner infielders are Devers and Ty France. My middle infield is Trey Turner and Jeff McNeil. And my outfielders are Acuna and George Springer. Good luck. I am fucking dumb. You're betting on bounce backs, though. Yeah, I'm betting on bounce backs. Saving a little bit of money. Maybe it's a little bit overrated team right now, but I'm winning this shit. So again, click that link in the episode description uh, and you can join that league, compete against us starting the 22nd, uh, but also encourage you to just play so rare. It's really fun. Um, And then for those who want to roll a little bit higher from May 22nd, all the way till the final competition of game week 26, which is June 26th, 
they are giving away MLB, five MLB TV subscriptions for those who enter the limited competitions. I bought like a bundle to, to enter those. Um, you can buy like a bundle of limited players for like X amount and fills out your team. Uh, that's what I did on there. So I was able to play the more limited competitions. And then when I do the limited competitions, you win limited cards. So in doing so, uh, you're able to continue to fill out your team uh, without putting any money additional into it. So there's two ways to do it, but the free way you can start to add valuable cards too. Uh, it just takes a little bit longer, but I have a blast doing it that way too. And I'm excited to compete against everybody. I think it's gonna be pretty fun. Again, reminder that the link is in the description and it helps us out that they know that we sent you because we like working with them. And that'll do it for this Friday episode of the Just Baseball Show. Remember, we are powered by BetMGM. Use code JBFANS. It's J-B-F-A-N-S when betting on MLB. Wager $10 on any MLB game when you download and receive $100 in bonus bets, up to $200 in bonus bets depending on your state. And what BetMGM is doing is awesome right now. Every Wednesday and Saturday, they're just giving you free money in your account. Bonus bets every Wednesday and Saturday. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best way to support the Just Baseball show is also to get your Just Baseball merch. I'm rocking my shirt right now. Arms rocking the rope hat. Get yours in the episode description. But if you don't want to spend a dime, no worries at all. If you could rate this podcast five stars, whether that be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you enjoyed this episode on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and comment if we're crazy on these power rankings. Tell us where you disagree, maybe where you do agree in the comment section on our YouTube. And with that, thank you, everybody. Thank you.